Chapter 19 of the Story of the Thirteen Colonies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Donald Cummings, Monroe, Connecticut. The Story of the Thirteen Colonies by H. A. Gerber. French and Spanish Quarrels. Twenty years passed by before the French again attempted to plant a colony in America twenty very eventful years for france and for all western europe the people who as you have heard had all been roman catholics for centuries now began to divide some of them refused to obey the pope and wanted to worship in a somewhat different way in france these people were called huguenots and among them was a nobleman named coligny seeing that the huguenots were much disliked in their own country coligny proposed that they should go to the new world and found a colony where they could worship as they pleased without offending anyone as cartier said the climate was too cold in canada coligny sent the huguenots farther south in charge of la daniere and rabot the french colonists landing in the new world called the country carolina in honor of their king charles and they also gave this name to their fort but they soon lacked food and became discouraged as the vessels in which they had come in had sailed away they built a new ship and set out for france at sea lack of provisions soon brought them to such desperate straits that they drew lots and ate one of their number in fact had they not been taken prisoners by an english ship it is very likely they would have all died of hunger two years later another french settlement of the same name was made in florida on the st john's river as soon as the colonists were comfortably settled Rabot went off to punish some Spaniards for attacking his fleet in time of peace. But while he was away, the Spaniards came by land to surprise the Huguenot settlement. Now, you must know that the Spaniards were ardent Roman Catholics, and believed that all Huguenots were very wicked people. Besides, they hated the French, with whom they had often been at war, and claimed Florida as their own land because Ponce de Leon had visited it first. They were so sure, therefore, that they were doing right by killing the french huguenots that when the massacre was all over their leader menendez put up a sign on a tree nearby saying that he had slain the colonists not because they were frenchmen but because they were not good catholics this done menendez went back to the colony of st augustine which he had founded two years before fifteen sixty five in florida this is the oldest city on the mainland of the united states and it still proudly bears the name given by menendez its spanish founder the news of the massacre of the huguenot colonists was received with great indignation in france as the king would take no steps to avenge it a nobleman named de gourges fitted out an expedition at his own expense and attacked the spaniards on the st john's he came upon them unawares and killed them all as they had murdered the huguenots at the same place then he placed a sign above the heads of the men he had hanged saying they had been executed not because they were spaniards but because they were pirates and murderers de gorge then sailed away for the spaniards had so strong a fort at st augustine that the french had given up all hope of settling in florida four years after founding st augustine the spaniards planted the colony of san diego in california which however was soon abandoned their next colony was started many years later at santa fe in new mexico and thence many priests went out to build mission stations in the west and convert the indians the present city of santa fe the oldest town in the western united states was founded in fifteen ninety eight by a spaniard named oñate 
who had married the granddaughter of Cortez, conqueror of Mexico. This Oñate had helped the Spaniards conquer Peru. He was a very brave man, and hearing about the sky city of Acoma, he resolved to visit it. About fifty years after Coronado, therefore, he came within sight of the strange town perched upon a rock. The Indians, who by this time had learned to fear and hate the Spaniards, thought this would be a good chance to kill their greatest foe. So they invited Oñate up to their city and showed him their cisterns and granaries. Then, taking him to the top of one of their great houses, they bade him step down through an open trap-door into a dark chamber. Oñate, suspecting treachery, refused to enter, and it was well for him that he did not, for a number of armed Indians were lurking there in the darkness, ready to kill the Spaniards as soon as they set foot in the apartment. End of chapter 19